0: We get in the Gemara today on Daflamid Hayyamid hey, Beis. A couple of lines from the bottom where it says, Nitla Pitmasay. It said in the Mishnah and Esrig that the Pitim was taken off as possible. Tana Rab Yitzchak ben lazar What does Nitla Pitmase mean? Nitla Bukhnasay. The Buchna was taken off. So Rashi explains the Pitim on top of the Esrig has the shape of a Buchna, which is a pestle. So that's what it means. There's another Pshato that Rashi brings and other Yishenim say as well that nitla buchnasay actually refers to the ukits. If the ukits fell out, but part of the ukits is still there and you don't have like a groove inside the esrig, it's going to be kasher. But if the ukits falls out completely and there's a groove left in the bottom there in the esrig, then it's going to be pasal and that's what's called buchnasay. It has this round groove inside similar to a pestle. Al-Tarabim Shulchan Aruch, like both of these opinions. If the piton falls off, it's pasal. And the orchids, if it falls off, only if it leaves this groove inside, then it's going to be puzzle. Then it said to the Mishnah, Niklav, if the esrig was peeled, it's going to be a puzzle. Omaraves, Araves said, Ha'yes, and esrig, the aglid that was peeled, kahin And now it has the color like a red date. So it changes colors when that outer peel goes off. Like we see a lot of times with an asterisk. When you use it a lot, when you hold it in your hands, in that area it becomes a little bit reddish, brownish because of the outer peel that falls off. <laughs> the asterisk is kasha. the <laughs> But didn't we learn the Mishnah? Niklav puzzle, that a asterisk that was peeled is puzzle. So the answer answers like kasha. It's not a question. It depends how much of the asterisk was peeled. Hab and hab here, so Rashi's pshat is, here we're talking about when the entire esteric was peeled, then it's going to be kosher, and if miktsasa, if only part of it was peeled, then it's going to be pasal. So Rashi explains that if all of it was peeled, so then it all has the same color. But if only part of it was peeled, so then only part of it has a different color, so that's called menumer, it's speckled with a different color and it's going to be pasal. However, as Tasis here brings, the Rebbein Chanana learned the gemara the exact opposite, that if the entire esteric was peeled, then it's going to be pussel. If only part of it was peeled, then it's going to be kosher. And Teisus explains, the Gemara later is going to compare this to a case of treifa. When it's fully peeled, there's something missing here in the esterig, it's going to spoil, it's not good, and therefore it's pussel. But if only part of it is peeled, so it can still be a fresh asrik, and therefore it's kosher. However, the Al-Tarebbe actually in brings both opinions, but the al says that if all the esterig is peeled, it's going to be pussel because the asterisk is going to spoil, if part of the asterisk was peeled, it's going to be kosher, however, only if it didn't change colors, but if it changed colors in those areas, then like Rashi says, it's speckled and it's going to be puzzle. puzzle. It said further in the Nikev, if the asterisk had a split or had a hole in it, then we're speaking about a split or a hole in a way that nothing of the body of the asterisk is missing. Tani ala, so, sorry, Tani barchanine or ule So he said, "Nikiv nekev If there's a hole in the yadrig, and it's piercing through and through to the other side, so then it's going to be possible even if there's nothing missing. and even if it does not have, it's not going through and through, but the hole is as large as the coin of an iser, and even if there's nothing, nothing missing of it, it's also going to be possible. So, the point over here, as Rashi explains, is that when the Mishnah said Nistak and Nikev or Nikkev, that it's going to be kosher, that's only because it's not the size of a hole as big as an Iser, and it's also not a hole that goes through and through. There's a machlekes Yisri regarding a hole of an Esrig that does not go through and through the Esrig, but it's a hole that pierces all the way to the place where the seeds of the Asrig are. So, Tasis over here says that in such a case it would be a as well. The Rasher, however, brings another opinion that even if the hole goes all the way to the place where the seeds are, it's still going to be kosher. Al-Tarev brings both opinions to Shulchan Aruch and says you should be machman in such a case not to use the Esrik. ba asked the question, ne do be-Esrik simon If in Esrik you have the same signs that there is in an animal that make it a treyfe, when an animal is, uh, has a defect that it can't live for more than 12 months, so if you have a similar defect in an esrig, mahu, what's going to be the aloha? So now the is going to clarify immediately what kind of defect are we talking about. Maikam it. what was the question here? I niklaf, if the question was regarding a case where the esrig was peeled. Tanina, so that we just spoke about, that was learned in the Mishnah, esrig that's peeled, so according to Rashi's pshat, if partially peeled it's pussel, if it's fully peeled it's kosher. In nizdak, are you speaking about a crack? that it was a split, that is. So Tanina, that's something that we also learned over here in the Mishnah. E Nikiv, are you speaking about that there's a hole? So what's all of these things are trafis by animal as well. So Tanina, so we also learned over here what the Allah is regarding a hole. So what was the question of Ravah? So the Gemara explains, Ki bayale. what was Rava's question? Ki amar his question was like what Umar all, all the said in the name of Rabbichan regarding the following halacha of Trefa. Reye, a lung of the animal. ke kekitain. The lung is inside, is completely decayed. And you, you can spill it, it's like liquefied inside. That the whole flesh, the whole tissue inside of this rey, you can spill it out like liquid. But nevertheless, it's still gonna be kidding, it's gonna still be kosher. The animal could still survive, it's still kosher. Now, what, what's, what's the reason? Why is it still kosher? Isn't this a defect that uh, the animal can't live? So it was explained over there. Over there, the case is because there are these tubes that the animal breathes from and it goes into the lungs, and there are these uh, tubes that enter into the lungs, and those tubes are all still intact. And that's why the animal could still live, It'll, if it, 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 could be, it could heal itself, and even though inside it was decayed, but if the tubes are still all good, so then the animal would heal and it could live. But if those tubes are not in good shape anymore, so then the animal is So now the question is, if you have a similar situation here with an Srig, what's going to be the locha? ho ho my over here, what's Da'alochem? Um, in other words, we're talking over here about an Esrig, that if you look at it at the outside, you see a nice, beautiful Esrig. There's nothing wrong, but inside it's decayed. It's spoiled on the inside. So the question is, is this an Esrig that is good? It's still going to a fresh Esrig? It's still going to be a good Esrig or not? What's the reason to compare or differentiate? So the explains, Dilma maybe ha there by the animal, so there 's no ear that gets to that area of the decay in the lungs that 's going to be a problem, so therefore hot the body, so the animal, if as long as the tubes are still healthy, so the animal will 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 heal itself. so the fact that you see now after you shachted it that it was totally liquefied inside is not an issue. Avo the you hear but over here that the esring is exposed to the ear. And therefore, sruchi misrachas. Eventually, it's going to spoil. The fact that inside it's totally spoiled, it's going to spoil much quicker. And therefore, it's not a good asrig. Idilma, or perhaps, loishna, perhaps we don't make a difference. And just like there, the, the lungs and the tubes and the outside are still in good shape. The esri over here and the outside is still in good shape. Even if inside where the seeds are, it's totally spoiled. It doesn't matter, it still would be kosher. Toshema, the Gemara tries to bring a rai from Ebraise. It says Nebraisa, uh, Esrig, which is Tofuach and Saruach, which the Gemara will soon focus on these two words to bring a Raya to our case. So let's wait for a moment. Kovush, Esrig, that's pickled. Shaluk, Esrig, that was cooked. Kushi, a black Esrig. Lovon, a whitish Esrig. Umenumer, a speckled Esrig. posel. these are all Possel. Esrig, a Kadar, Esrig, that's round like a ball. Maybe sometimes it could look like a lemon even, like a, like a round, a round esrig. Pasel is also pasel. doesn't have the shape of an esrig. An esrig has to have the sort of an esrig. The Yashayimrim others say, afatium an esrig that grew like two esrigim, like twins together, is also pasel. Esrig a, esterik, a an esrig that's unripe, Rabbe Kiveh paisel, Rabbe says it's pasel, Chachamim say it's considered to be a fruit even if it's unripe and it's kosher. Gidloibitfos, if you, if you put the esrig when it grows into a mold and it grows in a very strange shape, and he made it to grow like in a different creature that's not the way an esrig usually grows. Puzzle. it's also a puzzle. Katani the Nadigmar goes back to the beginning of the Brys. What do we see? Here? What did it say? Tofuach and Seruach. Those two esrigim of Tofuach and Seruach are a puzzle. So what do they mean? My love, don't you think? The Pshar is as follows. Tafuach means mibachot. Tafuach means an ethnic that's spoiled from the outside. The translation of tefuach is swelled. Let's say from the outside it was in water or it rained on it and it got swelled and it got spoiled from the outside. does saruach means? Saruach means that it's spoiled mibifnim. That it's spoiled on the inside. If you open it up inside it's going to smell. But on the outside it looks beautiful. So what do we see here? That even an ethnic that's spoiled on the outside, sorry, spoiled only on the inside, it's going to be puzzle. So therefore we don't compare it to the case of the lungs that are liquefied on the inside, but it has, it has all the tubes on the outside, that there we say that it's still mutter, it's still it's not, it's not a treyfah. So the says, no, that's not necessarily idi ripshareh. Both Tafuach and Saruach are speaking about an esrig that's spoiled in the outside. But what's the difference between them? Even on the outside, there are two ways that it could get spoiled. In one case is with the asterisk swelled because of uh, rain, that it rain in it or anything like that. Even if it doesn't smell it's not uh, spoiled in that way. And the Then you have asterisk that this smells it's not fresh anymore but even though it didn't swell it wasn't exposed to liquid or things like that. So those are two different scenarios of the asterisk being spoiled on the outside and they're both going to be a puzzle. But if the asterisk is Good on the inside, good on the outside it is, but on the inside, in the Chadre Azera, the place where the seeds are, it's not fresh, over there it would still be kosher. Oh, Mama, one of the things that said on the Braista here was, Esrik, Kushi, a black Esrik is possible. Frekta Gemara Badvatanya and we learned, Kushi, Kosher. A black Esrik is going to be kosher. In other words, an Esrik that grows in an area that that's how the can grow. Their color, their natural color is black, so then it's kosher. So as Rashi explains, but an ester that grows in our countries where the color of an esteric is not black, it's a light green or yellow, and here it grows black, then puzzle. that's going to be puzzle. So how does it say before that kushi is puzzle? If we see that a black ester that grows in a place that it always grows black is kosher. When it says in the Mishnah that a black asterisk is puzzle it means an asterisk that grows in a country, that it usually grows, grows in, the, in a regular color of an asterisk, and it grew black, then it's going to be puzzle. So again, the point there is, an asterisk that grows in a place that it always grows that color black, it's going to be kosher. And another country that it always grows in the regular color of asterisk, then it's not going to be, be puzzle. Rav Oma Rav gives a different answer, lo'i there's no contradiction between the two brises Holon v'alohu, makes a difference if it's in Bavel or in Eretz In Bavel, where it's near areas, that Esraegim grow in that way, black, so therefore we're accustomed to this color Esraegim, so therefore that's considered to be the normal color of an asterisk Esraig in Eskasher. In Eretz Yisrael, we're near Eretz Yisrael, there's no such countries where it grows black, so if you bring there an Esraeg that grows black, so for sure it's going to be possible. That's But the second answer also agrees to the point of the first answer, that if it's growing in a country that it's always growing black there, for sure over there it's going to be kosher. That's not the issue. The only issue is if it's growing in a place where it's not usual for it to grow black. But even there, it matters if it's near a place and they're accustomed to this color or not. Al-Tareb actually brings this in Shulchan Aruch as well, regarding a black asterisk that it depends from where it comes from. Dr. Gemara, so we said before in the Brayse, Esrig ha-boiser, ha- Esrig, that's an unripe, Rabbi Kiva plays so Rabbi Kiva says it's posel, v'chachomim achshirin, v'chachomim say it's kosher. Oh, ha-Rabba, so Rabbi says now, so Rabbi Kiva v'Rab omru dover echot, Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shimin said the same point. What is that? Rabbi Kiva, here that saying that an unripe Esrig is not a fruit and therefore it can't be used as an Esrig. And Rav Shemim, where do we see Rav Shemim also says the unripe fruit is not a fruit. The Tanya or the Girs is the Tana, we learn in the Mishnah. Rav Shemim, that's very small, unripe, there's no Allah of my sister applied to it yet, it's not a fruit yet. So we see Rav Shemim agrees to Rabakiva if it's not ripe, it's not a fruit. So Rav Akiva questions Rav, maybe there's no comparison to what Rav said and what Rav said. Why did Rabbi Kivi here say an unripe estergesk puzzle? Because here the point is, it is a fruit but it's not a beautiful fruit. And the requirement of the estergesk is that it should be hadar. Maybe over there Rabbi Kivi would agree to the Rabbanam that it's a fruit. And it's chayven meisres. or I could say a swat in the opposite way. Only the reason why Rabbi Shimon said only there. That it's going to be potted from maissris because the khsiv, aset ta acer, as you should give mycer from the produce that you grows that you planted, which means the produce, the way people use it when it comes out, when it grows. And what is that? When it's fully ripe. So therefore, mycer has a specific condition that it has to be ripe to be Chayav in maicris. Maybe here, Rabb Shimon agrees to the Rabbanon that even a small esek that's not ripe yet is still harder, it could still be used for the mitzvah. So there's no comparison between these two machloikesin of Rabb Akiva, the two opinions of Rabb Akiva and Rabb Shimon. And the Gemara concludes, Vesu loi midi. There's nothing else to be said about this. This is the conclusion that the opinion of Rabb Akiva and the opinion of Rabb Shimon are not related one to another. The next thing it said on the Baraisa was, Gidloi if you grew it in a mold and you made the shape of the esrig like another creature, possible, it'll be possible. The Rav explains, So that's only if it grew in a mold and like a different creature. If you create a mold of an esrig and it grows like an esrig, kasha, then it'll be kosher. Isn't this obvious? That's what it said in the Brayse, In the Brayse it said, only if you make a mold like a different creature. So the Gemara answers, Leitzriche David Dafi Dafi. He made it a mold that creates the shape of an asrig, like these pieces of wood. So just like an asrig is not just a, a, a smooth outside, like an apple or an orange, but the asrig is made with bleatus, right that has all these uh, goes in and out and so on. So over here, when you made the shape in such a way that it creates these like lines of like looks like pieces of wood that are one near each other. So you may have thought that that's not the natural look of an asrig, so that's why Rava was saying that that is it is considered to be the barrier of an asrig, and it's not berry acheres. It uh, we learnt. Esrik shonekvu Akbarim. an Asrig that there was it was pierced through a, a, an akbar, a rat or a, or a a mouse that bit from it. amaraf Rav, so Rav said, ein za this is not a good Asrig, and the issue is that it's not hodar, it's not a beautiful Asrig, so it can't be used. Therak gemara, how could Rav say this, but eini is this so, vahor abchanine, abchanine actually matbulba. He would dip his esrig, in other words, he would eat his esrig. Rashi says then everything was with dipping, so it's called matpob. He would eat from his esrig, and then with the rest of the esrig, he would use it for the mitzvah, even though, of course, there's something missing here from the esrig. So, Rabchanina says that could be done. So, Rav saying that if a achba bites from an esrig, you can't use it, what's the difference? Now, first the I clarifies to opinion. And then it concludes with the question on Rav, because really what Rabchanina says, is a, is a huge wonder. Well, Rabchanine masnisen, but on what Rabchanine used to do, don't we have a question from our Mishnah? What did it say in our Mishnah? In our Mishnah it said, an asrik that has a hole and it's missing something from the asrik, it's possible. So Rabbi Rab'erchanine eats something from the asrik and use the rest for the, Mishnah, for, for the mitzvah. So the Gemara explains. What it says in the mission is not a question of Khanina's opinion, because Kan be Yamtiv The mission is talking about the first day of Yomtiv. And there, if it's missing something from the Estrik, it's an issue. As Rashi explains, the issue is the titus says a lakhtam. Lakakhtam means lakikatama, has to be the full fruit. be Yomtiv She'ni, on the second day of Yomtiv, that psol of a lakhtam doesn't apply, it's only a Mitzvah mitzumidabanan. So this requirement is that it's not here. So therefore on the second day of Yomtiv, you can take an astig even if you ate part of it. So that would answer according to Rav But El Olerav, however according to Rav, what did Rav say? What's the issue if a "Ah Achbar bites from the Esri? That it's not Hadar. Hadar is a requirement that there's no difference between the first day of Yontif and any other days of Yontif. That's one of the points we had right at the beginning of the Patek when it spoke about our Dry Lulav and there the Gemara said the Dry Lulav is poshut. that we understand that it's possible all the days of Yontif because that requirement that it should be Hadar applies to all the days of Yontif. So according to Rav, Kashe, why does Rav say that there's an issue over here that it's not Hadar if on the other days of the Antif we see that Khanina went and used it. Amalach Rav, so Rav explains what I did, what I said, and what Khanina did is not exactly the same. It's different if a mouse is the one that bit the Esrig, it makes it disgusting. Over here it's not going to be Hodar. In the case of Rab Hanineh, when he ate a piece of it on the other days of Yom it's not, the only thing that it's lacking is the Tum, L'kach Tum, so over there that requirement doesn't apply to the other days. But if Akbar eats of it, over there, Rav said, even the other days of Yom you shouldn't use it, it's not Hodar. Ikid Amri. there was another version here of what Rav said. Amar Rav, Rav said, Zeh Even if Akbar bites from the Esrig, it's still Hodar. And he brought a ayah, the heart of Chanina, bavin Rab would eat part of the esric and it would be yitzit with it. Rab But on what Rab himself did, there's a question from our Mishnah that says that if it has a hole and it's missing part of the esric, it's possible. And the answer is, as we said, le can be On the first day of it has to be the kachtom, the full esric, and kambayam tov sheni. From the second day forward, it does not have to be the full esric, and therefore you can eat from it and still use it for the mitzvah. Esri, cotton, v'chulu. said in the Mishnah, regarding how small the smallest Esri could be. So, Abmey, Abmey I believe it was, says that a, a size of an egg is a walnut, and Rabbi Yudhis says, as small as an egg. Amadabh from Bar So from Bar Pope explains. just like the arguing here regarding the smallest Esri, bar barvonu microzolis. So, too, there's an argument regarding these rounded-out stones that were used back in the day to wipe oneself. Over here, when you go to the bathroom on Shabbos, so usually stones are muktze on Shabbos, but for this purpose they did not ask for muktze, but it's only if it's really useful for this purpose, which a person has to wipe himself. That's according to Rashi. According to Tasis, the issue over here is that you're carrying outdoors in an outhouse where it's carrying in a carmelis, it doesn't have the proper machitsis. So Chacham suspended their Xira of a Carmelis in a case where these Avonimukrisalis you're using are actually useful for this purpose. So we have to know exactly what's the size that it's useful for this purpose. The Tanya Gimel Three of these round stones a person is allowed to carry with himself into the Besakhise. The kama and what's the size of them? Rav Meir says the size is like a walnut. But And Yudai says that it's like a the size of an egg. So this is the same Akhlaikis as we have over here regarding the size of an esrik. It's a pretty interesting connection. The Oder points out that it doesn't seem to be any connection between these two subjects. Not only that, over here by esrik, seemingly we're discussing what's the smallest and it's not allowed to be smaller. And over there regarding the base we're discussing about the small size, that it's not allowed to be bigger. That's what it seems like, so it's really two opposite things. But he says, Adarabi, you see here from the Gemara, that over there as well, the point is, that the, the, these are the, the sizes over there also, that it says, is the ego is in K'beitzeh, that it should not be smaller than that, similar to here. That's the, c- the comparison of the Gemara. How large could the largest asterisk be? So a Zemakhlaikis, if you could hold two Esroegim on one hand, or even two hands to hold one Esroegim. brings a story. Tanya Rabbi Maisa, Maiseb, Rabbi Akiva, There was an incident one year with Rabbi Akiva. He came to Shul, the Esroegim al His Esroegim was so big, he was carrying it on his shoulders. Amalei Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda said to Rabbi Yehuda, Misham raya, you're bringing a proof from that incident. Afheym Amr The Chachamim then told Rabbi Akiva, Ain Zahada. This is not beautiful to have an this that that's this size. However, the al as al also Pascal of is like this Hanhogav Rav An Asrik, there's no share how large it could be. Even like this size, to carry it on your shoulders, is still a kosher esterik. So, when we come to tie the lulav. So, you can't tie the lulav, only with its own species. You have to take, like we do today, for example, from the branch of the lulav itself, you can use any other string to tie the lulav. There was once with the people of Yerushalayim. They tied their lulav with golden rings. So you see that you don't have to use the min of the lulav itself. So they said him, That's not raya right from there. They did tie the lulav with its own min. Then on top of that, they placed an additional thing, the golden rings. But it was tied with its own min. So now, first of all, when said of it said you have to tie the lulu with its own min, what does that include? So I mentioned when I read the Mishnah that it's to take off the leaves from the luluf itself and tie it. But the Rav says, This fiber that grows around the palm trees or from the root or from the um, root of the palm tree itself, the dickler from the palm tree, that itself could also be used to tie the lulav, in, to tie the lulav, that's also the min of the lulav. V'amarav another pointer of it, said, my time at the Rav Yudah, what's the reason that Rav Yudah said that it has to be its own min? Kosovah, because Rav Yudah holds, lulav, tsarech, eged. A lulav must be tied. This requirement of it being tied is not just because of Zekelev and Vayu, but it's actually part of the mitzvah, we learn it out from our goodness that it has to be tied in a bundle. So now, therefore, mina If you're going to use a different species to tie it together, have a chamisha mini. So then you have five different minim tying it together. Yeah, five, five. And again, you have, you have an additional fifth min because you have the four minim and then this additional min that you're using here. So this is only if Luluf tsaracheged, as the Mepharshim explained, that if Lulu ain't tsaracheged. So this whatever you're tying it with is like a different separate thing of the four minim. But if it's a requirement for the mitzvah, and you use a different min, so then it combines. It's part of the mitzvah that you have a fifth min here, and therefore it's going to make it possible. Tasis before actually has a slightly different shot, that if Luluf Tzadach Eged, so then, this is, then it becomes, it's baltaysef. Now, let me start the other way around actually, if lulav Ein Tzadach Eged, so the reason why it's not going to be baltaysef is because in order to fulfill a mitzvah, it has to be held in the way it grows. So if you're tying it, and that's not the way it grows, you're not holding it straight up, so therefore it's not added to the mitzvah, it's not baltosef. But if baltaysev. So then, even though it's not the way it grows, but that's the way it's supposed to be done. So even if you're not holding it up, but if that's the way it's supposed to be done, it's going to be baltaysev to the mitzvah, and that's why it's an issue. So that's the explanation, the reason of Rabbi Yehuda. But now the Gemara comes back to the first point that Rava said, that when Rabbi Yehuda said that you have to use the min of the lulav, it's not only from the actual lulav itself, but it includes also the fiber or the, from the roots of the palm tree. So he's going to now come and prove this. From where did I learn this out? The sieve ikra that even the fiber and the, the roots of the palm tree, the dikla min the lulav, it's also the species of the lulav, and you can tie with it. The Tanya we learned Nabrais pasuk is teishvu. When it says in the Torah what does this mean? The Sukkot Shalkal Dovar. You can use for the Schach of the sukkah anything. As we learned before, as long as it's something that grows from the ground, and it's not makabel you can cover your sukkah with it. David Rabmeyer, Rabiudah eh, is an interesting opinion. Minim you could only use for the sukkah that, to cover it, the, the Schach, you could only use the dalit Minim of the luluf, not anything else. And he brings a kava Vahadin I have the following Kawakhaimer. What is that? Ma Uma Lulev Noeg Kibiyamim when it comes to a lulav The mitzvah of Lulev is only by day and not by night. Shein Minim, you have this mitzvah that it's specifically these four Minim and not anything else. So when it comes to the suka, kibiyamim, the mitzvah of suka, which is by day and by night. It's more stringent, in other words. So most definitely it should have this limitation that it must be with these four minim, like you find by the Dalad Minim. That's this Kava Chaimah. So they responded to Rabbi Yude. Rabbi Meir said to Rabbi Yudah, No, this Kava is not acceptable. Why? Any time you have a Kava khayme that the beginning of your Chaimah is going to come out to be a Chumrah, as we're learning out it here from Lulav, that if Lulav requires these Dalad Minim, so for sure sukkah, which is more stringent, should require these Dalad Minim. But then the Filohakal, your Chaimah in the end is going to lead to a leniency. What's that? The Gemara is going to explain in a moment. Ain't it din? It's not an acceptable Kavah Now what leniency could this stringency that you could only use the Dalad Minim lead to? So the Gemara explains simple. If a person doesn't have four minim for a shach, you bottle. so then he should sit and not fulfill the mitzvah. And the Taita says you should sit in the sukkah seven days, sukkah, shall koldova, sukkah of anything. And here this person is going to come out that he's potter from the mitzvah. He doesn't have the this, this schach to use, and therefore you're pattering him because he can't do the mitzvah. So this comes out to be a leniency. And the Gemara brings another ayah, Bezra in Ezra, when it describes what you didn't have to do for sukkahs. it says, Tsu, hoho, go out to the mountain, Vavio, Ali Zayas. Bring the branches from a, a Zayas tree, Ali eitz shemen from the, from different Shemon trees, Vali Hodas, Vali Tmonim, Vali Eitz Avis, and vassu sukkahs Kakosov and build the sukkahs like you're supposed to. So you see clearly in the Pasik that it's saying that they can bring also from other materials that grow, not only from the Dao Minim. So how does Rabbi Yehuda respond to this? So regarding the raya from Ezra, the Gemara explains Rabbi Yehuda Sovar, Those other minim that are mentioned in the pasuk are going to be used for the walls. Ali so hados, Those other meanings that are from the dalad minim that are mentioned in the pasuk, That's going to be used for the schach, like his opinion that only from the dalad minim could you use for the schach. So that's one point we see that Rabbi Yehuda was machadish. You must use the dalad minim for the schach. Now, there's another Mishnah where we see Rabbi Yudah speaking about Tzchach. We learned in another Mishnah. misachichin bin divrei Rabbi You can use planks of wood for the Tzchach. That's what Rabbi Yudha says. So, what does it say over here? It says that you can use planks. Now, obviously, planks do not come from the actual leaves of the lulav. They're not going to be as big as planks. And he says that could be used for Tzchach. So, Alme, Siv, Ikr. So, the planks over here that Rabbi Yudha speaks about must be coming from the Min of the Dal, the Min themselves. There's no other Min that's Kasha according to Rabbi Yudha. So, alma Siv, Ikr, the So, we must say that this is the fiber or from the roots of the palm tree. Min the This is also the Min of the Lulav. And that's what Rabbi Yudha was saying that if you use Nisarim, made also from the Min of the Lulav tree, it's going to be Kasha. So this is where Rava took this point from—that the sieve and the dik, uh, the sieve and the ikra of the of the dikla of the palm tree could also be used to tie the lulav and the hadassim and the aravas together because it's considered to be from the min of the lulav. no, this is a raya to what Rava said.